Welcome to the Afterwatch with LeVar and Phil. Welcome back to another episode of the Afterwatch, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows, that full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I am Phil. And I am LeVar. And today's episode, I will be sharing a few news items with uh, Philip. Nice. You know what? I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, uh, why the big pause? You know, the, the joke I was telling you before. Oh, yeah, with the bear. The bartender. Yeah, with the bear and the bartender. If you want to know about that joke, please, uh, you can uh, message us or email us at theafterwatch.pm.me. Or you can message us on Twitter at, at, after, at after underscore watch if you want to know about about this joke that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just, just message us if you want to hear his uh, his jokes. Um, but yeah, we'll, so so just offhand, Phil, what stuff have you been up to date on? What stuff have you been following, if anything? I haven't been following much of anything recently, like news-wise. Oh, news-wise? Yeah. Nothing popped up on your radar? No, okay. just, we're just in pandemic time. That's 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 the only news I know about, really. Okay, okay, yeah. I got some stuff that pops up on my stream. I check some uh, websites, you know, when I have some time at work. But um, you probably be happy to know. Are, are you familiar with the game Uno at all? Uno, yeah, yeah. The one, the one with the colorful cards and the numbers and stuff. Exactly. You might okay. be happy to know that Mattel. Who I guess makes a distribution uh, the Uno game is playing a movie starring rapper Little Yachty. They need to stop. They need to stop with this. I can accept the game like a movie based on Clue. You know, I was looking. I was watching. I think I was looking through Amazon uh, Prime yesterday, and they had a Clue movie. It's like in 1985 or something like that. I remember cool. that. Yeah, Clue. Yeah. Fine, that makes sense to ha- make a movie. Uno? No, 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 no. What's what's that Adam Sandler movie that they did all the video game characters and the uh, Pixel? Um, Pixel. Yeah. That even that I can accept to a certain degree after seeing the short film. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I can accept the conceit of it, you know, or like the Last Starfighter. You know, that's based off a video game. You know. That's a pretty good movie, yeah. That, that's a good movie. Death Blossom. <sighs> Ship spinning around. That's cool. But um Uno? Why don't they just make um I was thinking like a blackjack movie, but that's every other like kind of casino movie that there is. Like, you know, like um uh or a Monopoly movie. I think they have one in order to work on one of those hold already. On, hold on. That what they're working on a Monopoly movie? Google right I, now. I swear there's one like that already. But uh, apparently, at uh, Mattel Films, which I didn't even know was a thing, um, <gasps> they're hoping. Wait, hold on, hold on. Breaking news: Kevin Hart is supposed to star in a Monopoly movie from Lionsgate and Hasbro. Sure, why not? That's gonna be a fun game. Uh, there's gonna be a fun movie. Eh, maybe. Uh, I I don't think I'll watch movies based on I, board games. I, I... <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. You know, Kevin Hart, do. Kevin Hart prints money. If if they said an Uno movie starring Kevin Hart, then I'd be like, okay, well, that may that may work, but 
Yeah. Uh, but no, All right. uh, Mattel Films, uh, this is based off of uh, the article from JoeBlow.com. At Mattel, right. Films, at Mattel Films, we are looking to explore stories that bring our brands to life in unexpected ways. So it's not only Uno, but there's other um, stuff that Mattel makes that I suppose they want to go ahead and make as well. I see a list of potential movies being made or in the process of being made. It's in the pipeline, like Barbie, Hot Wheels, Magic 8-Ball, Q-Master. Hot Wheels would work? No. Hot Wheels would work. Barbie really? would work. I don't really know Magic 8-Ball and Viewmaster. Well, Isn't the well, Viewmaster that make... red thing you used to click down? and, and Yeah. Yeah, those, those awesome things were like, yeah, those yeah, are pretty cool. Uh, like, what would be a Viewmaster movie? Like, this guy can see into another dimension. He finds, like, a, like one of those, like, circular disc things that gives him pictures of, of another planet. And it takes him there. Know, it's it, like a portal. It'd be, that's... I'm writing the story. I'm, yeah, I mean, good luck. Send it, to, <laughs> send it to Mattel. Send a treatment to Mattel. Maybe they'll hire yeah, you. Uh, money. Yeah, hire me on. Yep. Uh, so they want to make a Viewmaster movie, a Magic 8-Ball movie. Yeah. And what was the other one? Barbie. Well, I don't know what the other, but they need to cut it out. A bar, well, Barbie, did they already make Barbie with, like, Legally Blonde already, technically? <laughs> Barbie wasn't in the title. I thought already had a Barbie movie, huh? but I know I thought already had a Barbie movie, but I guess not. Well, well, actually, no. That actually makes sense if they do a Barbie movie because they do have like a the a Barbie TV show, like a studio I worked at previously. They worked on oh, that okay. show, and it was like apparently it was a good is a good show, you know. But it had it had to be like really delve into like the campiness of the world and and everything like that. So I can see it working, but if it goes like the route of like say Sonic the Hedgehog, where they're trying to like make like a, a live action Barbie movie. I I can just see them just inviting like a whole host of trouble, if anything, you know? Um, I feel it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I let's, don't know. Let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's move on, on from that. Well, Uno is not, it's not a, uh, <laughs> it's not a high I, imagine topic we, really dwell on. Yeah, I, we, I, we didn't even talk about like all the, like, like the Uno movie. I don't know how they can make that into a movie. They did yeah. it with Battleship. They did, they did it with Battleship. It's, it, that's um, a different thing. I need the title for, for Battleship. Uno, like, you can't just use the name Uno. Yeah. Um, they should make an the, anime based off of, off of Uno and treat it like Yu-Gi-Oh! or something like that. That could work. That that, that could, could work. work, yeah. And the cards control you. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> let's, let's, let's push on through here. I think a lot of time on Uno is <laughs> not worn. Wow, out. That, that, is, that is a... Have awesome you, start uh, to the podcast. <laughs> have you have you seen the Godzilla versus King Kong trailer yet? No, I haven't. Really? I thought you've seen it already. No, I haven't seen it. But like, this is like the new like kind of King Kong Godzilla universe where like King Kong is a lot larger and stuff like that. But I haven't seen I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a cool enough trailer. It's not. It's what you expect. King Kong faces Godzilla. But it turns out something's wrong with Godzilla. That's why he's acting the way he's acting. So they're trying to make excuses for him being, uh, I guess, the villain of the movie. Presumably, oh. there's probably like a bigger villain behind that. You know what? The like the lion with the, um, you know, like the lion and the mouse story, where like the lion's just really angry and the mouse has to take the thorn out of his paw. Yeah, that's what's probably happening with mm. Godzilla. He has like a thousand year old like 
like thorn in his side. A thorn, yeah, thorn in his side that's just really bothering him. Or it's really, or he's infected with the parasite. I can feel him go that route. Like, oh, he's infected with the parasite, so now he's all evil. So, oh, it'd be cool to see what happens in there. Um, no, we, I, got I, we have Liam Neeson possibly returning to play Qui Gon Jinn in the new Star Wars series based off Obi Wan Kenobi. Really? Yeah. What do you think about that? Are you are you, are you looking forward to seeing him come back? No. Really? No. Why not? Why not? Qui Gon? No, man. Yeah. Obi Wan's the best. I don't need Qui Gon. Obi Wan's the best, but Qui Gon <laughs> gives it some, you know, some. Qui Gon is is dubious at dubious at best. Qui Gon's awesome. I like Qui Gon. He's just I, like I, yo, I like. I was like, oh yeah, well, I don't know if this kid's gonna turn out all evil and stuff, but hey, let's just train him anyways. Thanks, well, Qui Gon. Exactly, and if Qui Gon, <laughs> if Qui Gon had lived, Anakin would have probably would never turned the dark side. It's because Obi Wan's a horrible mentor. Think of it. Under Qui Gon, Obi Wan is a world renowned Jedi. Under Qui Gon, under Obi Wan, Anakin mm. is world renowned like villain. So Qui Gon was willing to go against the council's wishes sometimes, bend the rules to accommodate his vision and his dream or what have you. Obi-Wan says, no, we're ready with the council. Says, no, that's not the Jedi way. No. And what happened? Uh, uh, Ahsoka takes off. Anakin turns evil. Jedi's all dead. I'll blame all on Obi-Wan. Uh, I don't know. Mace Windu's I, dead. I don't know about that. Obi-Wan. Well, speaking, 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 speaking what? Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, speaking of Disney Plus in general, what do you think yeah. of the app or the streaming service? Oh, I, so I, had it for I like a couple it. Of months. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's, really? it's actually, it's, it's, it's proper. Yeah, I thought it's proper, man. I'm not the, I'm not the fussy for it. I, I don't find much stuff on there to watch. I think I jumped through. My sister and I watched Snow White and Seven Dwarfs and Cinderella. Yeah. Not Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty. Um, I watched a random episode of Tailspin, which is cool. Um, I might watch. You have to watch, some a, you have to watch the first episode of Tailspin. I did. That is the most gang. Is the most gangster episode where the it's bar gets okay. shot up. That's no, that's, that's like that's a gangster ending. That's not that's not the episode. Um, that episode, the one I saw was when they have like a robotic pilot challenging Blue as mm-hmm. who's the best pilot and Shere Khan size to hire a million robots. But the but the world uh, the robots aren't nimble enough to uh, to adapt to different circumstances, so uh, Baloo had to come and, and save Shere Khan. I saw that as the first episode, which I thought was kind of weird. That's a, that is a weird. I don't think that's the first episode. It, exactly. I was like, wait a minute. I thought the first episode was like a five parter, where Kate Cloud. Yeah. Up. So I don't. Yeah, know, maybe I. Thought... I yeah. It, I don't know. Maybe it was weird. But overall, like Disney Plus isn't all that exciting because I've seen the Star Wars movies. I've seen the Marvel movies. Um. Mm. I, I wouldn't mind watching The Rescuers. I don't think I've ever seen that one before. Uh, I'll watch a few animated movies I've never seen before. Sure. Right. But it's, it's not... The only thing that really keeps my interest right now is WandaVision, which I'm going to start watching because I, I hear some very good things about it. But Yeah. I, I, I heard it's quite good as well, too. I don't see myself holding on to it like past February or March or whatever. So. Hmm. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, like maybe like it's good for nostalgia and stuff like that. But yeah, I found yeah. I found um, 
Maybe I'm just biased because of Mandalorian. So <laughs> the Mandalorian's good, but I mean, I got I got the Disney Plus after Mandalorian series was already up and uh, up and going. So my plan was to watch Mandalorian, then cancel it. But I said, okay, I'll stick around for a little bit longer just to see how it goes. But meh. I think mm. I get more out of uh, Amazon Prime video than anything else. That's that's true. That, no, that's that is true. I think you do get more out of it because I do have a lot more originals on Amazon, and and the shows are generally like all high, all high quality. Yeah, yeah, it's usually, usually pretty good over there. It's, right. I think I think like Amazon Prime is more reflective of um, like how you watch TV. Like like um. It's funny, like it sounds weird, but like Amazon Prime seems more reflective of regular TV, mm. right? Okay, and then okay. I find Netflix is like in between, like having maybe like a premium channel like HBO mm, and true. regular TV, right? But Netflix, I mean, Amazon Prime, I feel is like more reflective of like actual, like if you had like cable, like it's mm. it's more reflective of like the shows that you would find on on cable, and and it has like original content shows as well too. So it's like a good like middle like middle of the road like kind of streaming service i got you yeah. i feel you okay mm-hmm. all right there's only a few more here let's uh burn through this real quick you might be excited to hear that there's going to be after 13 years a proper cloverfield 2 sequel now Wait, whoa, whoa what do we a proper cloverfield 2 sequel well, the last Cloverfield movie, Cloverfield, I think Paradox, wasn't really. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And even the one before that, um, Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I think those ones were kind of well. Cloverfield Lane, I think, happened at the same time as the first Cloverfield movie. Right. So it's not really a sequel, and then the Paradox was just kind of moved into being a sequel, which I don't think I've ever watched yet. Um, so this is a proper Cloverfield sequel produced by jj abrams uh it won't mm. be found footage like the first one um i have no idea what the synopsis is but from what i hear it's uh it's a go yeah well i like ten cool feeling i thought it was a great i thought it was actually a really great movie yeah i think um, so too yeah that was really good so i don't know if he's directing another one let's see what happens it's you kind of you can't even really pre- predict like oh like they will be good or great. You have to kind of watch it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like um like a quiet place. Like the concept of a quiet place, you're like, is this movie gonna be good or not? And you have to actually kind of watch it and see how they how they do it to know like if it's actually good or not. I think I think that's a plus. I think that it yeah. it forces the, the the viewer to invest energy and time, and it's interesting enough to want to follow through, um, without bashing over the head with like. Uh, like without being like overly, overly stimulating, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. You know, it just kind of stirs up your your interest a lot. But yeah, Cloverfield sequel. I can't say that I'm overly enthused about it or not. It's a wait and see for me. I'll yeah. Watch it. If it's good, great. If it's not, meh. Yeah, true. It's yeah, you know, it's it's all it's all good. But like, uh, how are they gonna like? But the thing is, how are they gonna release these things? Like, you know, now. They're doing stuff for like on streaming service. Like I don't expect people to be going to theaters anytime soon. Probably both streaming and and online. I know the new Denzel movie with Jared Leto and Remy Malik came out both in the theaters and online. Even uh, another what was another movie called uh, Malcolm Marie, a black and mm. white movie starring um, Zendaya and uh, John David Denz- uh, Washington. Yeah, came out in theaters in the beginning of February, and then by the end of the first week in February, it's up on Netflix. 
So hmm. it's it's both the theaters and online. You know that's how Netflix does, anyways. But um, right, other um, streaming servers at their studios are putting on both places to make that money. In fact, the new Denzel movie that's out, I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's like twenty four dollars to rent. Ugh. On on iTunes, I'm like, what well, am I paying like twenty four dollars, a quarter of a hundred dollars for rent <laughs> movie? That doesn't make any sense to me. I like a, a quarter of a hundred dollars to to rent a movie. <laughs> like I'm not. <laughs> no, think of it. If I rented four movies at that at that price range, that's a hundred bucks. Right. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it does. I don't does buy a movie for that much money. Let alone rent it for that buddy. That doesn't, make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't understand the business. I, I really don't understand it because you're not paying. This is a bit of a rant, but you're not paying for shipping. You're not paying for stocking fees. You're not paying stores to hold your, your product. Everything's up digitally. Okay, server space, that's one issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different maintaining stuff and what have you. But if the movie's good enough, you know, if a movie's quality enough, you you cut that price in half, even less, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and let people just stream it over and over again. Uh, and watch it and rent it over and over again. Like yeah. people are going to go watch these things for twenty four ninety. I think wasn't Wonder Woman also twenty four ninety nine when it came out for rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was for rent, yeah, right? For rent, yeah, it was that. Right. And Mulan was twenty bucks. Why am I doing that? I know you got to make yeah. the money back, but come on. Yeah, I I don't know. It's something it has to do something about the agreements that they're that they're making, and also how expensive the money the, the movies are because that that's going to influence like. No, I get like that. Industry like, in general. Put it this way: if Endgame was streaming only. And right. they put the price at like, I'll even say ten dollars. I think still too high right. to rent, but you say even for ten dollars, you yeah. tell me they wouldn't make that money back. If yeah, they put that bad boy on iTunes and Amazon for rent, they could easily make that money back. Maybe make a little bit longer, but they would get that money back, in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how that goes. Uh, one last other thing. One last other thing. One other thing. Uh, <laughs> maybe two other things. We have time here. Pacific Rim. I just found this oh. out actually last night. <laughs> An animated series is coming to Netflix. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Actually, it's called Pacific Rim: The Black. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, uh, do you think of the trailer? What do you think of the idea of a a, a series based on a okay? <laughs> I think it would work as a TV show, but. It depends on how they do it. I saw like some of the designs for like the main characters. They looked a little generic to me, but um, as a show, it should like the concept of the show. It should work, you know. Maybe hopefully it'd be more than one season, but at least they'll get a good season out of the show. If they treat like truly like an anime, yo, you can you can ride that thing till the wheels fall off. Like well, if I they think, make it like super cool, I think Netflix is is definitely putting in some work in terms of developing the anime series. I did see another one that I didn't know was even their original own anime. That's okay. The idea and concept is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit too much for me, though, so I won't continue with that series. But it looks like Netflix is really trying to invest in their anime. Well, for a little bit, for a while now, it's trying to invest in their anime portion of things, acquiring anime and developing their own anime. Yeah, like uh, the, the Dracula, not Dracula movie, the Castlevania movie is one example. Oh yeah, that franchise, that that franchise was like, yes, it's grotesque, definitely in terms of like the violence and stuff, but the quality of the of the show, yeah, is is is, is, is up there. It's up good there. Quality. So I I presume the Pacific Rim, the Black, will be good quality. It's coming out Thursday, March fourth this year, twenty twenty one. So it should be interesting. 
I can't promise I'm going to watch it or yeah. give it the time of day, to be honest with you. If I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I, might I still haven't seen the list. second one. <laughs> oh, the second movie? You didn't watch it? I didn't even bother watching it. <laughs> I, think, even... I think my sister watched it and I fell asleep on the couch while she was watching it. I believe that's how it went down. My sister usually catches all the sci-fi, uh, yeah. good or bad. So I, I think she watched it. I can't remember. But I know I pro- if I did watch it, I don't recall it at all. <laughs> I don't recall it at all. I'll probably saw glimpses of it. I don't know. Um, we, we should give a quick shout out. Uh, at the time of this recording, uh, news broke. And in, within this month, actually, this news broke um, that Dustin Diamond passed away of cancer at the age really? of 44. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Screech in Saved by the Saved Bell. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. He's had some ups and downs in his life, some controversies, um, but it looked like he was on a good track of being health-wise, being okay. Well, health-wise, well, being okay, but it looks like, oh, man, I can't remember the, the time frame in this, but pretty much he went in uh, to the doctors, diagnosed with stage four cancer, and then maybe a few weeks later, he he, he was gone. Oh, man, that's what it's after here. It, it was well, actually, ever to ever hear that is is sad to hear. Yeah, especially you know it's, it it affects you know when someone is someone who's famous or you grew up with, you know I watched Saved by the Bell when I was growing up. You know mm-hmm. you seeing him, you seeing Screech, you didn't see him anything else after that really. Some of the other yeah. actors I've seen in other places and ups and downs with their careers. Or or, or them trying to make remakes of Saved by the Bell and being I've, that. I've seen those, and even right now they have one in the Peacock Network, but he's not on it. Uh, but mm. everyone else is on it. And that's actually sad a missed opportunity there. For whatever reason, yeah. I don't know the issues as to why he wasn't on it. But, um, right. but yeah, when you grow up seeing somebody in there and they're suddenly taken away, at, at, uh, you know, su- well, suddenly, you know, you kind of think, oh, oh, snap. You know, you think like, oh, snap, this is, oh, all right. Like, he's he's gone, right? And yeah. then also, well, most recently, Christopher Plummer passed away oh. at the age of 91. Hmm. Um, you know, from Sound of Music and from yes, Nice yes. Out and from all different movies. So, you know, the end of last year and the beginning of this year in terms of entertainment deaths has been like every three, four weeks, someone's passing away. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess you have to think about it in terms of like those people being um, like you may not, you don't know them. You only know them from their work, but like yeah. they're kind of like touchstones in a sense. Right. So um, when somebody is like maybe like that famous or within a culture or whatever and they pass away like it, it kind of shows that yeah time is really time is really passing and yeah. mortality is actually still right around the corner for all of us just yeah. in in general right mm-hmm. so like because i know some people like when say different icons like may pass away think about like say like prince or or something like that or michael jackson like oh, okay well somebody who's like like that big of a touchstone within like within society by and large it just kind of signals to everybody like yeah time is passing you know um exactly yeah exactly. this is almost the exact same thing i said to a friend once when i heard prince passed away mm-hmm. you know you know her perspective was like you know live life to the fullest and i'm like well yeah but also mm-hmm. that we're all getting older and, right and you know the end is is always kind of like one day away in a sense and that mm-hmm. oh, it's not too far away and also people have different you know different artists and their works have different impacts in different people's lives. For some people, certain arts, music, whatever, may have brought someone through something. Mm. Um, or you simply got, get used to watching somebody every week for eight, nine, ten years, seeing them 
often going to their concerts, listening to their music, or watching the movies or TV shows for a consistent amount of time growing up in your formidable years that you forget that, A, that they are actually human beings behind these roles and behind this art, and, and B, then actually not going to live forever. You just forget that. You just assume some of these people will just be there. Even when it comes to relatives and parents and stuff, you sometimes forget, like, oh, wait a minute, no. They actually may not be around forever in yeah. this you know, earthly mortal plane. Um, or they won't be, you know, so, and, and you forget that. So when the news hits, and especially if you have a particular connection with them, you know, it, 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 it affects you. Like Prince, manager, I haven't listened to Prince music and, you know, Prince new music since like the 90s, nothing. But when right. I did listen to Prince stuff when I was younger and growing up, I really liked Prince. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really liked Prince, his viewing stuff, his music and his art and his ability and he's willing to kind of, kind of go against the grain. Uh, you know, it really affected me. It affected me more than Michael, than when Michael Jackson died. Mm. Um, and even there's a comic book uh, writer who's, who's now forgot right now who passed away about six years ago. He wrote um, Justice League Doom, oh. animated DC movie, and he worked uh, in comic books. He's a uh, uh, he's a black writer who pushed uh, against Derek McDuffie. Yes, McDuffie. Yeah. Um, he, Dwayne McDuffie, he pushed yeah, against McDuffie, yeah. some of the black stereotypes used in comic books. And I wasn't overly familiar with what he's done, but for some reason, when I read that he passed away, that really affected me. Like, it really kind of touched me in terms of just, oh, you know, I don't know, something about it just kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, resonated with me for some reason. And funny enough, it's like I'm almost as old now when he actually passed away. I'm almost mm-hmm. that age now. So, but, um, well, we should, you know, live in light of eternity, you know, in yeah. terms of, <laughs> um, and take stock of our lives, like just even living and observe life, like recognizing like the, the, um, the ever present concern of, uh, death being mm-hmm. there. I know it's kind of like a dark topic, but you know, um, for some, but, uh, it helps you live and observe life to actually think through, you know, what you're doing today and how that affects tomorrow you know right so sure. yeah yeah because i was just thinking right now like like say like what will be like our like touchstone to show that okay time is still moving forward it's like say like um this sounds weird like like ryan gosling like if he passed away you know i'll be like man i, I remember seeing that dude on breaker high i remember seeing that guy when he got start when he got started yeah you know and then yeah. seeing him like you know like he would be that kind of touchstone because he was probably around like closer to my age when he started right yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like the same many people yeah no i get you yeah like right? palmer and and even Lawrence fishburne you know these guys like you grew up watching mm-hmm. and you well, appreciate the work and what well, they say like will smith well will yeah. smith is a lot he's that would affect andre a lot that would i know andre it would <laughs> <laughs> should be laughing but yeah um yeah, it yeah. has like well, he has like ten plus, probably ten plus years on us, right? Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. like yes, yeah, yeah, he's more, yeah, he's old, yeah, he's ten plus years on us, right? So, yeah. um, so like we would remember as like a touchstone, like growing up seeing him, right? So yeah, yeah, it's just interesting that the idea of um, because I don't really pay attention to celebrities all that much, but like understanding like the cultural touchstone that they they may be and then how that affects, you know, society by and large, you know, when they pass, like somebody who's um, maybe that prolific in a sense. I use air quotes prolific, but prolific, right? Um, 
<laughs> and how that affects how we view, you know, the passage of time in general. Yeah. So this is what the episode is called. Um, Stars Dying in the Passage of Time. <laughs> this episode's called Death. It happens to everybody. Get used to it. Um, <laughs> I think that's our episode. Yep, that's our episode. We'll just end on that note. Hey, guys. Consider tomorrow, because tomorrow may not come for everyone. Mm, amen. Hey, right? Thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. All right. If you have any thoughts about um, ga- uh, games being turned, board games being turned into movies, uh, celebrities passing, and um, I don't know, Prince, you can message us on Twitter at, at after underscore watch, or you can email us at the afterwatch at pm.me. Newly, you can see us on uh, Instagram at, at the after watch, where we just post updates when we're going to be uh, releasing episodes, what's coming up, and also, you know, some of our uh, our movie uh, distinctives, you know, what we like, what, what we dislike, just to generate some discussion. So you can reach us at any one of those forums. You can hear us on all our all your podcast purveyors, your Google Plays, your iTunes, your your Stitchers, your your Podbeans, your Anchor, shout out to Anchor for hosting. You guys are great. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, as always, remember The Afterwatch Rocks rock the World. Autobots, transform and roll out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.